Welcome to Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. This is an episode of Mr. Podcast Are You Free? With your hosts, Andrew McGuire and Beatrice Lopez. To our episode of Mr. Podcast, Are You Free? As you heard in our new introduction, <laughs> we have editing now. Woo! Yay. With a new laptop. Yes. So, this episode is called The Clock, and it is the first episode of the second season. Ooh! Yes. It's fancy. So, while you tell the good people what color Mrs. Slocum's hair is. Purple. Purple. It's like a violently, uh, violently purple. I wanted to say violet, and then I said violent, because that's my go-to word. But it was very, very bright purple. There, I'm done on that, and Andrew's back. <laughs> you're, t- you're turning violet, violet. <laughs> oh, the things you say. Yes. So... It starts off with a customer coming in and going up to Captain Peacock. And Captain Peacock says, can I help you? And he says, oh, can you help me with some sports jackets? And he's like, no, I'll get someone else to help you. And I feel like the way he says it's very rude. Like, I know that that's his, like, job is to direct them to the counters. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like just kind of shows... They were in such a different, like, economic time to right. have, like, do you really need someone whose entire job, I mean, I know he, like, oversees the floor and tells people where, you know, things need to go, and he's supposed to be, like, a manager and stuff, but I feel like Mr. Rumble could do that. I don't feel like you need Captain Peacock in the middle to just tell people, like, to come in where to go. Oh, yeah, he's like the middle man. Yeah, it's like, they only have two counters. You come in, you see the two counters, you know what you want, you know. I don't really feel like there's much need for somebody to be like, oh, I will point you in a 45-degree angle in what's your eye line to a counter. Hmm. Hmm. The uh, gentleman comes down, goes to look at the sports jackets, and says he's. they estimate he's probably a 44. Yeah, it still doesn't look like the right size. Oh, no, it's very big. It's very big. They were just bunching it up in the back. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Granger, uh, of course, says, ah, but you want to avoid check because it makes people look more rotund. (laughs) And and then Mr. Humphreys says they only have check in the 44. And he's like, oh, but you're tall, so you'll wear it well. Now, I feel like sports jackets are kind of an interesting thing to uh, deal with. Because when I was getting fitted for my tux for our wedding... Oh, that's right. Yeah. They said that I needed an executive-style jacket. Ooh. And I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, what so does I asked. that mean? And what it meant was they said a regular sports jacket is usually wide at the shoulders and narrows at the waist. A executive-style jacket is wide at the shoulders and stays wide. Ah, it's, I see. It's the grown-up version of husky. Oh no! It's what it amounted to. 
but you know, I was a lot bigger then. Thank you for the appropriate side of that. But um, I am getting up, up there in the weight scale. This uh, uh, lack of gym and uh, yeah. lack of motivation and yeah, it's, it's very tough because tons of sleep and food. Yeah, we'll get to it though. We gotta get under the uh, the uh, we gotta get motivated and and do the home exercises. But yeah, no, uh, it's definitely tough. And by the way, since this is a retail podcast. <gasps> I would like to thank all the people who are, you know, working out there making at the stop and shops, CVSs, or the grocery Walmarts, stores. Yeah. yeah, to you know, really do want to thank you all for for working and and I hope that you're finding at least some joy in this podcast to kind of help you through. I hope so. Yeah, so thank you all. Um, they, but you now you had said this, but the code is big on him. And they're like being weird about it. Um, like they keep just pulling it tight while he's yeah, not yeah. looking. And then like they pull it and he, they're like, oh, I'll show you the back. And then he pull, like he squeezes it in the front. And that's actually not far off from a trick they do in um, like magazine shoots for men is that oh. they like – do like uh, pi- uh, clothespins on the back really? to pull it tight around the waist so it p- fits better. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. The more you know. That was not even anything anywhere near anything. I um, mean, it was cute to me. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. They say the jacket is 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. And he thinks s- it's expensive because yep. added, they add 18 pounds to it, too. Yeah, well, they said, oh, it was originally uh, 42 pounds, but it's on sale. So you're saving 12 pounds. Um, 30 pounds. So last week we talked about the pay packet. He got 11 pounds, <gasps> which was $180. Oh, yeah. So rough math, that's like a $500 jacket. Yeah, that's super expensive. Yeah. Oh, so, no. So maybe that's why they – like we talked about how we see very, very few customers, but now – it kind of makes sense if they're making, you know, five hundred bucks like between two and six hundred bucks like a uh, a shot for each customer. Then that's why they're making money. They it's are a high they, end store. Yeah, I think. they're they're yeah they're a boutique shop, mm. which is probably why they, when the sales are up they are doing well, but when they're down they're they're not. Um, but. They cut over to the women's side. And now, this is not something that's ever been alluded to. It's not in any of the displays or anything. Uh, they sell bridal wear. Really? Yeah, they're selling a, a veil to a customer. Now they. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I completely forgot about that part where the woman is blind. Oh, well, basically blinded by this uh, veil. It, yeah, they she put, can't see through it. Yeah, they put like a veil on her and it has like 14 like layers. It's just way too many. It's way too thick. They could have just like customized it so she can see. They could have, but they they too. They're like so the guys lie to the to the customer about the jacket to get a sale. Mm-hmm. Then they're lying about the the veil to kind of get a sale. It's they're not very uh, ethical. Or honest. Or honest. 
Mr. Mash is doing a delivery of some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> some products. It was a, a weird little like double entendre with the the pussy jokes. Yeah. The the uh, pussy boots. Yes, pussy boots. Um, or still don't know what they are. They were furry slippers. Oh, they're furry slippers. Okay. Yeah, and it comes with a display that's an electronic cat. That Animatronic like, cat. Yeah. Yeah. That like spins its head, its eyes light up and meows, and it has a tail that wags back and forth. Mm. Yeah, and it's really off-putting. Especially like, the red eyes. Yeah. Were they red eyes? I think they were glowing red. I thought they were glowing yellow. Mm. Is the dress blue or black? I don't know. Or white and gold? I'm worried. I, I don't even want to... Don't even open up that bag of worms. <laughs> If anyone even remembers that trend. Alright. Um it obviously uh Miss Slocum doesn't want anywhere near her encounter because it's terrifying and off putting. Captain Peacock is like, Oh, well, you know, it's novel or it's a novelty <laughs> and that's when it explodes. Yeah. Um, but they're all talking about Mr. Granger's anniversary party? I thought it, yeah, it, yeah, it I guess it's the anniversary his his wife and his anniversary? Or the anniversary of when he started working there? I think it's when he started working there. But then why didn't he know when he started? Mr. Rumble? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. They're weird. I don't know. It was all kinds of weird. Um, but yeah, it was because why would his wife um, be there well, and they congratulate both of them? Yeah. I, I was kind of completely confused at what the concept was. Yeah. Um, but either way, it comes down to he's been there for 37 years. He's been there a long time. Yes. And he wanted... Uh, he's afraid of getting this clock. Because yes. the, the clock basically symbolizes that they're forcing you into retirement. The cuckoo clock. Yeah. They're actually really expensive. I looked up the prices online. Yeah, um, it especially depends what type you get. Cuckoo clocks, uh, like German-made ones, and like like are very authentic and can cost a ton of money. Yeah. So, um, so then they start talking about the anniversary dinner they're throwing for Mr. Granger. Now, this is where I, I wrote this down because I the, again I'm I'm not quite. Sure, maybe it is just an a their anniversary themselves, but I don't think it is based on the speeches that are given at the. Yeah. They're not like directed towards his marriage. They're That's directed true. They're directed job. towards how he came up in the company, how, where yeah. he started from. But Mr. Rumble is just kind of slow and dim-witted, I think. Yeah, he is. Um but there's so the the reason I brought that up is because they're talking about the party that they're throwing for him, and it sounds like the store is throwing it for them. Yeah. But that the employees are paying for it. Yeah, they have to pay their part of the meal. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Like their head, like it's a head, like per head, and it's like two pounds fifty. Yeah. For each of them, and like that's. A day's wages for them. Yeah, that's horrible. That's a lot. They have to stay late and they have to pay. Yeah. Ugh. 
And no, they have to go home, get dressed, and then come back. Well, that's right, because it's a black tie affair. Yeah. And to that, uh, I think it was Miss Brown. Miss Brahms? Brahms yeah. said, sounds like a funeral. Yeah, she said, very sad if they all wear black ties. Yeah. Which none of them do. They don't. So that's good. But they have a Russian salad or an hors d'oeuvre of some sort. And then, let's see, for dessert, they can have custard or simulated cream. cream? Yeah, I, I thought that was, went together, that they had either or? They had either or. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know what, you know what? Google. Look it up. Because I wrote it down, but I'm like, I don't know what, what is simulated cream? But if you notice, every part or element of their meal came out of a can, even their drink. Yeah. Yeah, their their soup was tin. He makes a point to say that it was it was tin soup. It was soup tin from a can. Soup. Yeah. Artificial oh. cream. Artificial cream. Pretty sure it came out of like a can or mm -hmm. something. Um, they decide on chicken. In a three to uh, three to two vote, Miss <laughs> Brahms and Mister Lucas both what? voted the mac and cheese because it was only one pound per person, mm -hmm. whereas it was a pound fifty for the chicken, and then there was. Pheasant that was two pounds per person. Ooh, no, that's too expensive. And then there was the uh, steak, steak pie. Steak pie for uh, one twenty-five. Oh. And they keep talking about that throughout the episode. Like that, it's so bad. Yeah. It that basically, like it's, that? It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It sounds like it gave everyone diarrhea because they keep kind of like being like, Ugh. like. Was uh, that the cheapest alternative? It was the. It was slightly more expensive than the mac and cheese. 125 versus one oh. pound. Um, like, Mr. Granger's like, oh, you didn't pick steak, did you? Because uh, my ride home is in a metro that doesn't stop. It's like a nonstop <laughs> metro. Um, steak pot, yeah, so 37 years. Um, but they start showing up, and Mr. Mash is dressed up in a tuxedo with Mr. Rumble. They're both dressed up in black, in the black tie. But Mr. Mash is there, like, as the waiter, I guess. Oh, yeah. And the uh, announcer? Yeah. Uh, MC, Master of Ceremonies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's introducing everybody. Uh, Elaborately. Elaborately, yeah. yeah. John Lucas and Wilberforth Humphreys. Wilberforth Humphreys. That's that's a name. And then they do that like shtick that they always do, the homophobic jokes, like, oh, look at them, they're here on a date, blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know if it was homophobic. It's a joke about them being together, but like they stopped for food first, and they had like coffee and a Danish. Yeah. And was... he he said he like hit on a woman there, but then when he, they said they were going to their anniversary dinner, she all of a sudden like backed off. And like he couldn't figure it out, and it makes it sound like they were out going to an yeah, anniversary exactly. dinner together. Yeah, um, Miss Brahms shows up in a short red dress. Oh. Yeah, and Miss Slocum's like in a ba a ball gown kind of thing. Um, oh, I should just mention Mr. Lucas is in like just a brown suit, and Mr. Humphreys is in like a magenta like maroon. Two completely, yeah. <laughs> two completely shades. 
like it's a it's like a maroon jacket and yeah. that kind of thing. Um, very stylish. I don't know. I liked it. I I wouldn't look good in it. But. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to their clothes, but I was paying attention to Mrs. Slocum and how many drinks she was having. At least six. Yeah. Well, she had and she had four. Vodka oh, then that's not even including that. Yeah, she had four vodka martinis before they even came to the thing. Then she had one coming down the stairs, and then she had another one when they were eating, yeah. and then she had another one at the toast, and then another one because she drank it too quick. Yeah, and then um, she's pouring herself at least one more at the end of the episode. So, you math wizards. Yeah. Did you add that up? <laughs> So four plus one plus two is you know six, seven, eight. What are we at? Nine, ten. 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 She had ten. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was all just water. Yeah. Um, but she goes and she's already pretty tipsy. Like yeah, she I know. Stumbles down the stairs. She calls it this escalator. She's like, this horrible. escalator is gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mash. Introduces her as the Duchess of Slocum. And I thought he said Duchess Slocum. Yeah, Duchess Slocum or Duchess of Slocum. Um, I thought that was sweet. That was kind of nice. Oh, I, I I think he didn't mean it that way. What? Oh, he, he doesn't like her. He thinks she's like middle class and like a superior, superior pompous person. So oh. he like mockingly referred to her by a royal name. Oh. By a royalty title. Because he also does that with um, Captain Peacock. Oh, yeah, Captain Peacock. Like, goes on for too long. And I forget what the last bit is, but... One of them was bringer of hot cross buns. Yeah, yep. So, like, he does, like... He kind of says a few things are true, but then, like, ends it in a very mocking fashion. Yeah. Um, And then Miss Slocum, like, it comes out that she's had four vodka martinis before... Um, she came, and Mr. Humphreys says, oh, well, you know what they say about vodka. One is all right. Two, the most. Three, puts you under the table. Four, puts you under, under the, the host. host. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Mr. Humphreys, you're hilarious. What else? What will you say next? And he says, Mr. Rumbled is the host. And then Mr. Rumbled overhears and just walks away. <laughs> he, like, he, like, <laughs> he makes a quick retreat. He is so afraid. I'm in danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's all the notes I wrote, but there's a lot more to the episode, or at I least know, a little more. I know there's actually a lot more because the the main thread of it is what whether or not they're going to get rid of Mr. Granger. Right. Is this his farewell party or a congratulations? See you again. Yeah, and it is revealed that he's going to be let go. Yes, because mm-hmm. uh, he does overhear a cuckoo clock in the office. Right. And Mr. Rumbold even confirms it, that he's going to have to give him the, the clock because young Mr. Grace, who usually does give it away, um, isn't able to make it. Because um, he has a cold. Because he has a cold. He's social distancing. But he doesn't comply. He goes there anyway and sneezes all over them and then takes the cuckoo clock with him. <laughs> yeah, he saves sure. Mr. Granger's job. Well, in the end, he kind of came to terms with it and was... Ready kind of to happy retire to, yeah. for the relaxation. Yeah, um, which I don't. You, I don't know. Maybe England was different back then, but you don't get forced to not retire. 
you could choose to retire. That's true. That's true. Like I don't I don't feel like you would be forced to. Um, is there a time limit for their pension or that home that they were talking about? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Like, it's very interesting. Um, but so what happens between the two is that they do dance a little bit, and Captain Peacock is dancing with oh Miss Locum. Locum, yeah, and she's like really leaning yeah. into him. Yeah, um, Mr. Granger is dancing with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a nice little conversation. That, little cute like yeah oh all you know together for this many years or whatever um mr lucas is dancing with miss brahms yes and of course putting his hands all over i know and she's telling him not to and Mm -hmm. he just doesn't listen Mm -hmm. says if you're gonna keep putting your hand there i'm gonna sit down and he's like well you have plenty to sit on oh and she's like hey don't do that that's my best feature um and this is like the homophobic joke in in my mind. Yeah, is the uh, the part where it's Mr. Rumble and Mr. Humphreys. Yep, I remember that part yeah, where he's saying everybody's dancing but us. And yeah, then... Mr. Humphreys says, "Well, if you promise not to lead, then we'll, we'll go dance." <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, "That's not what I'm." Um, now, Mr. Humphreys is kind of happy Mr. Granger's leaving because it's he overhears uh, Captain Peacock talking to Mr. Rumble, and they say. Yeah, we're going to let Mr. Granger go, which means Mr. Humphreys will take over. And, and then, then they'll have to find another Mr. Lucas. Yeah. And then Mr. Peacock was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Um, he does not like Mr. Lucas, and neither do I. No. Definitely not. No. Boo. Boo. Um, Captain Peacock does a uh, speech with a lot of puns. And I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it was cute. Um, <laughs> although I I do have to say, as much as I don't like him, Mr. Lucas's addition was good. Oh yeah. Because uh, now the the career path of, of Mr. Granger is interesting. He started in stationery. Did he start in stationery? I thought he started in haberdashery. Haberdashery, yes, in the first floor. And then he gets his own counter in stationery. And the writing was on the wall. (laughs) And then bathroom furniture. Bathroom furniture. And that's when Mr. Lucas says, and flushed with success, (laughs) which I thought was good. Yeah. Um, He somehow gets to men's shoes. Yeah, men's shoes. He had his foot on the ladder. Had his foot on the ladder. And that's when he gets to uh, men's trousers. Yep. And the niche in mm. men's trousers. Trousers. Yeah. Yeah. And... Weird way to say it, but his niche, yeah. Niche. Well, that, that's what he's best at. Ah, that's it. Yeah, like that's his that's his niche, that's his thing. Um Miss Locum says, I don't um what's a niche or something to that effect? And Miss Brom says, I've never seen one. Yeah. Like they don't know what it means. Yeah. Um So I'm not the only one who didn't know what niche is. Right. And then Mr. Granger gives his speech basically saying you know it's been great working with you all i'll miss you all da, 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 da. and mr rumble gets ready to give him the clock yep and the elevator opens yes mr grace comes in and totally sick still i can see that he's sick yeah mm, he should have distanced himself he should have um he's mr rumble's doing like starts giving the speech about like how much he's appreciated his effort there and everything 
And Mr. Grace, for whatever thing, reason, thinks he's talking to him. I know. He's hearing all of it and responding like, yeah. oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And Mr. Rumble goes to all he can, Mr. Granger, the clock. And Mr. Grace takes it. And he's like, oh, you know. I've been giving these out. First time I got one. Yeah. And he's like, Ernest, five more years and you'll get one of these. <laughs> oh, that's his actual first name. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yep. It's uh, Ernest uh, Granger, John Lucas, Williforth Humphreys, um, Stephen Peacock. Yes. Uh, Mr. Sherry. Lucas. Sherry Brown. Sherry Brahms. Um, I don't know what he because he calls her Duchess. Duchess can't be her first name. No, that's not her. Or is it? I don't know. Mm. Um, he introduces the cleaning staff too. Yeah, that's cool. Nobody called to inform them that they didn't need to show up. Yeah, it's rude. I'm pretty sure they're gonna get written up for what they said to the cleaning place. They yeah. said they were going to complain. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, so. Yeah, he says, oh, you, in five more years, you'll get one of these. And then they're like, oh, Mr. Granger, you're not going anywhere. And that's when he says, you know, oh, I was kind of looking forward to, to that leisure, leisure time. time. Yeah. Can I have Monday off? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Mr. Rumble's like, no. And then <laughs> Mr. Lucas is all like, well, if you're not leaving, then you don't need your gifts then. Yeah. And he takes back the gift he was going to give him. Yeah, well, they, they spend money on it. They're not going to. I kept, I think he was the only one who bought a gift. No, they all reached over and grabbed stuff. Really? I did not notice. Yeah, that's why I think Mr. Humphreys gets the candle. Like. Oh, I, that's right. I don't, but I don't know if, because it could. I don't know if they reach for the gifts they bought, or they or all just, just like. Gifts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's it. So it's funny because the last episode, on the last season. Ended with them like having the reward for the diamond and yeah. Mr. Granger being like, "Oh, I'll probably be the first to enjoy the the retirement home." Yeah, and then like this episode is like specifically about that. Exactly, and then and it was like, "Oh, ha, ha, never ha. mind." He's not gonna be retired. No, you'll see him another five years. So maybe this was like them saying he's gonna be on the show another five years. Yeah. I know the seasons are like spread out, and there is also like like we said, really short. Like there's only five episodes in this season. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. But I mean, he's not a young man. No, he's not. So I don't know. And young Mister Grace is like up there too. Oh my gosh! I can only imagine how old, old Mister Grace is. Yeah, he doesn't get out much. No, not anymore. He doesn't get out much anymore. Um, but it is very interesting to see. So, but that's about all I had. Did you have any final thoughts on this? Yes, um, that was a lot of uh, pudding that they had to throw away. I hope somebody ate it. Yeah, the, yep, that's actually a really good point. At the end, there's a lot of food, like, left over on the plates. Yeah. Like, y'all spent a lot of money on that. And then you're just throwing it away. And why did they linger on it for so long? It I was don't like, know. yeah, that was weird. I don't know. Oh, and so they were get. Oh, I I should look it up, but I I don't want to take up any more time. But like, it is true. Like everything was from the can. Even the wine came yeah, out of the, a can. The wine came from a can. Everything came out of a can. 
I'm pretty sure the chicken also came out of a can. Ugh, have you ever seen chicken in a can? Like, it's a thing that exists. Oh, I know. And they probably used it in this show. Tinned mm. vegetables, tinned custard, tinned cream, tinned wine, tinned champagne. Everything came out of a can. Okay, so... Oh no, the internet is not working! Oh no, it's working. It's just apparently canned wine is becoming a trend right now. Oh my. So, I I thought it was just to be like, look at this weird old thing from 1960s, 1970s. Oh, people are into it again. Yeah, no, like, go out and buy a six-pack of wine. Oh no. And then, you know, the, the people who come in to perform for them? Mr. Mash just tells them no. The beer's behind the yeah, because she the grabs piano one. for the band. Oh, that's it. Like Mr. Rumble says, they all can only have one glass. Yeah. Of of, of wine of champagne and um, of wine or whatever it is they're drinking. Yeah. And Mr. Mash is like very sarcastic. He's like, oh yeah, you wouldn't want them to go wild or something. Yeah. Mr. Mash has like a real contempt for everyone in that store. He hates all of them. I mean, he's well compensated. He's, I think he's richer than everybody there. Probably. And, they're, and he hates that they're all uppity and everything. So, But it's very interesting to uh, to see him interact with them because they're just, they're just terrible. The worst <laughs> people ever. <laughs> so... Um, I I think that's about where we're going to wrap up. But yep. Worst know. people ever. Worst people ever. Anyway, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DSMBFree. Yep. You can email us at DSMBFree at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube at A Simple Adventure. And you can follow B on TikTok at Beatrice Lopez 490. Yay! B-E-A-T-R-I-Z-L-O-P-E-Z. 490. Yay! Yay! And we will see you next time. Have a great one. Bye-bye!